Welcome to Sunoku Book Club, where we finally get around to the books that have been sitting on our shelves for forever. I'm Emily Miner. And I'm Leif Nelson. And today, we have guest again, Tim. They won't let me leave. <laughs> <laughs> Please send help. <laughs> Can you, like, send out Morse code messages <laughs> through, like, little... I've been sending letters. <laughs> <laughs> the post office keeps sending them back because I don't have stamps. <laughs> is this the... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. What? Oh, I was going to say, is this the Mystery Science Theater 3000 version? Mm. But instead of movies, we force you to read books and tell us about them? <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> I think, yeah, we've been holding you here until uh, you respond to Jamie's request for a throwdown as best guest why would i respond to something like that because it's not even a contest yeah bring it (laughs) (laughs) she will be happy she'll be happy to know that at least you've uh acknowledged i've the rivalry i've acknowledged nothing (laughs) (laughs) madam all right what are you here to tell us about today tim well i'm here to tell you all a story (laughs) story love gained love lost and the book tragedies that that came in the middle of it yeah. uh so around around october or so uh and that wasn't a joke by the way that is the story that i'm telling okay uh i kind of figured yeah i was dating a girl briefly uh but it was uh seemingly going rather well and as uh you do when you're in a relationship as i'm sure the two co-hosts sitting in front of me who are currently in some kind of a relationship can uh, uh, attest to uh (laughs) (laughs) you 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 want to know what the other person is into and if you're not into that kind of thing or if you haven't read (laughs) oh Sorry, I am so sorry. How dare Continue. You? <laughs> if you haven't, you know, read some of their favorite books or watched some of their favorite movies or listened to some of their favorite bands, you wanna you wanna try to familiar yourself, familiarize yourself with those to show that you value their opinion and value what what they value. And maybe, I mean, in multiple cases cases in different relationships that I've been in, you find that you really like those things too and sometimes you really don't and those just end up becoming a symbol of that person that uh will stand uh for the test of time (laughs) jesus christ anyway what tattoos do you have (laughs) the only tattoos i have are on my soul (laughs) so deep (laughs) oh god okay so i bought two books (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> One of them uh, was her favorite book. It was mm. Running with Scissors. It's a memoir uh, by a guy by the name of Augustine Burroughs. It was fairly popular whenever it came out. I do recognize the name. I recognize the name from the Weird Al album of the same title. Unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> the Weird Al album is better and funnier, but we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, it's basically the story of a kid who's, uh, 
basically had a father who left when he was little and a mom who had serious psychological issues and was basically sent to live with his mom's psychiatrist and his family. And they're super weird and eccentric and uh, awful. Everyone in the book is kind of awful, but I'll, I'll get to that. So I bought that, and I also bought uh, Impulsely, uh, Ghostland, an American history in haunted places, because I happened to be... I, I happened upon something, and I was like, oh, that looks cool. What is that? And then I was super interested in the concept, and uh, I, I, I wanted to get it, and so I got it. Books were bought on the Amazon. I'm so sorry. Local <laughs> bookstores. I didn't try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling the truth. I didn't look. <laughs> two-day shipping is two-day shipping. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is evil. We're just all living in the world. We're just trying to make it day by day. <laughs> have you had? Have you tried their 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 paper towers or toilet paper? No, they're both delightful. <laughs> the Amazon ones. Yes. <laughs> Is it Amazon brand? Uh, the paper towels are mm. Amazon brand, uh, and if you sign up for their like subscription mm -hmm. deal, Tim, they're not paying us. <laughs> Is that not? <laughs> Do you not have a code? <laughs> we do not have a code. We're not Sendoku Pod Forty. No, <laughs> we're, we're not. We're not sponsored, Tim. Oh, that seems like a failing on your guys' part. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's. I'm not endorsing Amazon, but I did get them off Amazon. <laughs> uh, I ordered another book off Amazon today. I have a problem. <laughs> The books came two days later, as per being. <laughs> <laughs> I have with their prime shipping. Stop is a selling Jeff Bezos's product. Fast and convenient way to get the products that you need for your everyday life. <laughs> Jeff, call me. Call me, Jeff. No, Jeff. Jeff can fuck off. As I was saying, after. The delightful expedited shipping, which was of no cost to me. <laughs> Arrived. I'm just trying not to make noise while laughing at this point. I'm like, mouth <laughs> agape. Arrived after two days, I immediately dove headfirst into running with scissors. Uh, the girl that I was dating at the time, her favorite book, self-proclaimed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I read in one sitting 100 pages, just pew, right through it. And then not super long after that, I want to say like a week, week and a half after that, uh, the relationship uh, imploded and ended. Uh, and I had a book that I was 100 pages in and I was not super upset about it like i mean i was fine it had some funny parts that i but at mm. the same time it was you know it was a, a a symbol of uh i should i should also state i was not happy about the relationship ending this is not something that i was that i ended uh and so i had this book that i had read and i and i don't read a whole lot i used to read a lot i don't read as much as i used to uh, 
I'm doing a little better now. But reading 100 pages in one sitting was something I hadn't done in quite some time. Mm. Uh, unless, and the, even maybe if it was a book for, for school, for like a class, and I had procrastinated and I had to do it. But I had never read 100 pages in one sitting for pleasure since high school, mm. probably. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was just kind of stuck and I stopped reading it and I kind of moved on from the book and it just kind of sat there and it sat there. Meanwhile, the other book that I had received uh, also had not been touched and I just kind of wasn't reading anymore. And then I got a job as a para in the town in which I live. Mm. Uh, DM me for the address. <laughs> If you're interested. (laughs) In the school? (laughs) Ladies. (laughs) Don't. uh, In that job, I I do have an opportunity to uh, read more. Otherwise, it's either reading, sitting there on my phone, which I feel bad about when I'm doing it. But sometimes I just do it because I'm just... You're paying me. And... uh, uh, or I, or I can read. So I started to read a lot more and I did not pick up running with scissors that I had, uh, well, you know, it was already good hundred pages in. I picked up Ghostland, and it took all of like two and a half weeks to get through that. And it was delightful and formative and, uh, I had a great time reading it. I felt uh, like a, I had gained knowledge and perspective because of the book. Um, and then after that, I was like, okay, well, I'm done with this book. Now I have to find a new book. Well, there is this other book that I'm 100 pages into. And I picked it up and I tried reading it. And then inspiration came from the podcasting cloud. Mm-hmm. Whenever I heard your guys's uh, two episodes ago with uh, Emily talking about reading uh, Me Talk Pretty One mm-hmm. Day by David Sedaris and uh, not finishing it because she was not enjoying reading it. Mm. It's very fresh. Well, it is, you know, and I, I am a person that like, I like to complete things. Mm. I, I, if I can, I'm not compulsive about it, but it does feel nice to be like, this is a book that is done and I have read all the way. Even if I don't love it, it's done. I can put an X on it and move on with my life. And, uh, I was just like, you know what? I don't want to read this anymore. I am, you know, I have no obligation to the person for whom I bought it for. I don't enjoy the book. It's kind of, it's, I have no problem with gross out humor, but some of the stuff in it is like to the point where it's just like, this is, I'm not enjoying this. Because it was gross? There's lots of, I mean, it's about a, so he's basically a, I want to say he's anywhere from like 13 to 15. Mm -hmm. He basically gets to move into the psychiatrist's house. And he, there's no rules. They basically mm. just let the kids do whatever. He gets into a relationship. He's 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 gay. Uh, 
Um, he gets into a relationship with an adult male and it talks about the sex that they've had. And it's for me, and I understand that it's his memoir and it, but it just, it made me uncomfortable, not because of the gay sex stuff, but because of, I mean, it's like, yeah, pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't even frame it in that light. Which I think maybe for some people is refreshing and they enjoy that. And then there's just other, like the, the, the psychiatrist is just a weird wackadoo guy and he thinks that there's one part where, and this is actually where I stopped, where he thinks that God is speaking to him because of the size of his poop. <laughs> Oh, and so they're. It's not a, what I expected for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> and so they are taking. He then he wants to see everyone else's poop to see if there's more, and they're taking it out of the toilet, and and there's just at a certain point, I was just like, you know, I, I need to be done. <laughs> I wondered, okay, so the way you were sort of framing it, is it okay if I sort of do this side note? Do it. Okay. So have either of you, did either of you ever read A Child Called It? Mm, yeah. I did not read it, but I was definitely around many people in middle school and early high school who, who were it. like <laughs> passing it around. Okay. That happened at your school also. Oh, yeah. No, I just, I, I don't remember that. I don't remember reading it. Oh, I don't remember. No, it did. There it was, was literally yeah. a line to get that book at the library um, at my school. I remember hearing <laughs> about it. Like I would hear people talk. Like I knew that like, isn't there one scene where like he gets locked into a room with like a chemical and that's it's exactly like, what i was thinking about yeah. he gets locked in the bathroom with like ammonia bleach mm. stuff going mm. on and like he gets very it, the whole thing i'm not going to go into details because it like i remember i have a very visceral memory as a child of like reading this book and feeling extremely sick like because of the abuse that he goes through, right. I felt very, very ill, like, reading this book. And that's kind of what I was expecting from it, because you say, you know, he is in this really, really precarious, like, housing situation, familial mm -hmm. situation. He goes to live with this psychiatrist who's clearly not stable. So that's what I was expecting, you know, comparing poop sizes is disgusting. <laughs> it's super gross. Not what I expected. And, and I guess the thing is, it doesn't, and I've, I only made it probably 70 pages after that initial 100. Okay. Gotcha. So maybe there is a point where it does, there's a reckoning and, mm. but it does, it's, it, it treats everything very casually and matter of fact. And that's, and I, in some ways I do respect that because he's like, well, I mean, this is, it seemed normal to me. This is how I was living my life. I'm going to present it like it's just, you know, this is an everyday right. thing. How it, I went And I get it, it and I understand it, but it was not something that I enjoyed. And it was not a world that I wanted to live in because it talked about how just how gross the house was. And there's a point where, like, the psychiatrist's wife is just, like, eating dog food because she likes the way that it tastes, and it's just, and I was like, oh, you want to try it? And he's like, oh, and I tried it. Not too bad. And it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, <sighs> no. <Yeah. laughs> no. But I, I don't want, like I said, I don't want to focus on 
this one for too much longer just because I, I don't feel like I, I, I don't feel like I can give it a full review because I didn't read the whole thing and it wasn't, it wasn't like yours where, you know, it's a bunch of short stories. Mm-hmm. It is, it is a full kind of narrative and I, I did not make it all the way through and that is fine. Yeah, totally. I've become like, I don't know, not that I wasn't before, but like be through this podcast, I very much felt, I just sort of feel like I have no obligation to read something mm. that isn't doing me any, that's not bringing me any, not even joy, but like not bringing me any kind of enjoyment, you it know? doesn't spark joy. Well, <laughs> no. Don't make me sound like that. <laughs> Don't put words in my mouth, Tim. <laughs> to me, it sounded like you were trying to not say that. Seriously? Yeah, I, I, that's what I assumed you were trying to well, not say. Sure. Uh, no, well, you know, I mean, the concept, uh, it, ha- it has merit. <laughs> it does. No, it does. It's accurate. Yeah. Why, why do things... Why waste my time? Yeah. Why make yourself miserable? Right. There's lots of great books out there. Why waste your time reading bad books? Leaf, leaf, <laughs> you, you bad book. You want. It's kind of fun. It's your time. <laughs> but I'll also quit a bad book, like if it's too bad. But again, I think we're both kind of talking about meh books, right? Not yeah, like, like books that are actively it. like, right? Like, like this, laughably this bad. This isn't. It's well written. Sure. And it's engagingly told. It just is kind of a bummer. In a in a weird way, and for some reason, it was just hitting all of the. I'd ra- I I don't I don't want I don't want it. Yeah. But the book that I did love, <laughs> the book that that got me through it all, Ghostland and American History and Haunted Places, Colin Dickey, uh, came out in twenty sixteen. Uh, it's. Super interesting. Are you guys how 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 deep are you guys into ghost stuff? I'm a zero. What do you mean by ghost stuff? I like thoughtful horror movies. Okay. But what about like ghost hunt stuff? No. No. Not at all. Busting does not make you feel good. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> Nut busting? <laughs> <laughs> Dear, Sorry, I just dear, want to dear clarify. Listeners, it's, 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 it seems that Emily is not familiar with the Ghostbusters theme. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, like, like, have you ever gone to like a haunted house? Like, not not like a a, a fun haunted house, but like a, a historical like haunted house or haunted area? Not to I, my memory. I have been to Diphtheria Hill with you and some other friends in high school. It was early college, but yeah. Was it early college? Okay, mm-hmm. I couldn't remember. It was high school friends, but um, I was, I, I, I'm a zero on the interest. Like, I was kind of freaked out. Yeah, like I require out, more distance from my horror. Being out at dark around, like, the graveyard of children, like, that's creepy. But, I don't like, even do haunted corn mazes. <laughs> that That is, like... But, like it was, it was, it was frightening. It was like more like on edge, like right. the whole time. Mm-hmm. And once I was done with it, I was done. Like I, I, it's not what I'm interested Something in. Something that you never, okay. So, uh, 
that ain't me. <laughs> I, I do get super interested in this stuff. And yeah, and actually, I'm glad you brought up that, that, that diphtheria hill, which is outside of Clay Center, Kansas, mm. I want to say. Not to triangulate our location, but it's not Clay Center, Kansas. So good luck finding us there, but we're not there. I'm pretty sure we've mentioned where we live, but that's Have you? Gonna... We've said K-State before. I'm cutting all of this. <laughs> K-State Salina, maybe. Yes. Poly Satellite tech. Yes, that's, that's a deep cut for the, <laughs> for the locals. Do, do 10 minutes on how stupid of a name K-State Polytech. Anyway, <laughs> that diphtheria hill story is a, it's a good uh, kind of segue into this because this is talking about places that are historically haunted and kind of the stories behind them, what 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 brings that to pass? And uh, the way that he has it set up in the book, it's very interesting. He has it split up uh, into four different parts. He talks about some famous uh, houses and mansions that are haunted in the first part, and then basically it's every. It's like it's a part, and then every chapter is a different location. So it's houses and mansions. Then he talks about like businesses, uh, such as you know uh, hotels, restaurants, stuff like that, uh, prisons and asylums, and uh, other kind of government buildings, and then uh, cities and towns, just where you know a city that's considered haunted. The big one that he brought up. Was New Orleans. There's tons of ghost stuff in New I've Orleans. I've been on one ghost tour in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Sorry. No, that's and, my and, and, and he talked about he talked about ghost hunters in there. He talked about ghost tours. Uh he talked about just about any he talked about uh shitty college kids going to supposedly haunted sites and causing a ruckus. I mean he, he talked he, he kind of talked about the whole uh how interest mm. behind it all. There were a couple of uh, different stories that I wanted to get into that were super interesting because there's like I said, there's a lot. There's probably twenty different chapters of you know. It's uh, one of them was Salem, uh, where he brought up that uh, something interesting that a lot of the reason behind why the Salem witch trials happened was uh it was a land dispute mm. that that was the, the the people initially who were being blamed as witches that that the parent of those kids was trying to get their land and stuff like that mm. another one that he talked about in houses you guys are you guys familiar with the winchester mystery house the name vaguely rings a bell. So it's a big house. Is it the weird house? Just weird shit everywhere? Well, yeah. It's a huge house. And it's supposed to be... The, the legend is that Sarah Winchester, who was the heir of the Winchester rifle fortune, uh, her husband was involved in that. Uh, she was informed by a psychic that she needed to build this house and continue building it because when she stopped building it, she would die. Because the ghost of the people killed by the Winchester rifles, including Native Americans, uh, would continue haunting her. And so the legend goes that 
it you know it build and build and build and build and build and it's supposed to be this super wacky house with stairways that go nowhere mm-hmm. and all that stuff but then he goes through and it's like well he goes he's able to go back through uh newspapers from the time and talk about well it's like well technically she didn't really even live in that house for a good part of her life and actually she was a architect and she designed a whole bunch of stuff and it talked about you know how women were perceived at the time and how uh just because she you know there were some eccentric things about her and since her husband passed away and she didn't remarry how some aspersions were cast upon her by uh some papers at the time and that's what kind of led to these rumors circulating Hmm. And so that was a super interesting one. And then the last one that I felt of note here that I wanted to bring up was, uh, do you guys, are you guys aware of uh, Stoll, Kansas? Nope. Okay. It's a town up by Lawrence, Kansas, uh, and it is super small. And supposedly it had a church there and the, there was a stairway leading to the basement of the church that was a one of the gateways to hell mm. or whatever. Naturally. Naturally. And the legend was like the Pope wouldn't fly over Kansas and another super famous person, a, a lead singer of a band. I'm not remembering which one it was. And that's bug, it's kind of bugging the crap out of me. <laughs> but... Um, Basically, they this legend popped up in like the 80s and uh, KU students, University of Kansas students for the uninitiated, um, they would flock there to, and supposedly the devil on midnight would walk up and walk around this graveyard or whatever. Mm. And so it got to the point where like a couple hundred people were going to this super small unincorporated town and trashing the place. Mm. Um, and it all leads back to a, uh, the student newspaper at KU, the daily Canson, uh, basically put forth these stories that were 100% lies and ruined this small town. And isn't that a shame? (laughs) (laughs) KU. Definitely uh, not something that the premier journalistic institution in the state that you think they would do. But, hey, I'm just reporting about a book. Um, And so, but it's so hard because there's so much research. There's a full index and a full bibliography in the back of it. And it touches on places all over the country. And it really gets into a lot of just the sociological and cultural uh, just reasons for why these uh, legends happen, how they grow, what the context at the time was. And, and for a lot of them, it debunks. A lot of kind of classic ghost stories. I, I grew up, you know, I would get those those books that had the 
like the ghost stories from like the book orders that you got in grade school. So like I remember I had one that was like 50 ghost stories for 50 states mm. and stuff like that. And so some of these I was familiar with and some I wasn't. And so but it some of some that are especially considered uh widely recognized. It really debunks them rather easily. It's just like, well, if you just Google this one thing and you saw that this person died at this time and or supposedly this guy was haunted by his daughter or whatever, but you can see that he died before his daughter died. I mean, just easy stuff like that. But there are a couple of them in there where he wasn't able to. And so when he does that, while he does debunk a lot of these, he doesn't, he's not a full on skeptic. I think he describes himself as he wants to be, he wants to believe, mm. I guess, to paraphrase the X-Files. He, but he's, he also isn't going to ignore fact and, and, and science when it's right in front of him. But he is willing to be dissuaded. Right. Um, and there are places in there where he is not able to find, uh, you know, legit facts that are like, hey, this is BS. and Or this account of this ghost story doesn't make any sense or whatever. There are, there are some where it's just like, hey, there's no real explanation. And the story of the people seeing the ghost is legit. And so there's just... Nothing we can do. I mean, it's a mystery, and there's mm. nothing we can do. And I found that super interesting, and it kind of makes those more chilling when they're surrounded by kind of a bunch of cogent facts around them. So that sounds super cool. Yeah. I was I'm, actually going to ask if I could borrow it. Yeah, <laughs> you can. Cool. Not you, Leaf. No, don't touch my book. <laughs> I'll keep away. But I don't know. I I I, uh, I offered up this episode idea, not really knowing if I had anything that was worth a full episode. I, I got these books rather recently, and so I don't. I didn't really feel like if it fit the theme of the podcast, which I know you guys try to do stuff that you've had for a little while, but I just thought that the kind of what the buying of the books and transferring between books what that kind of represented and then how good of a book Ghostland ended up being I mean it's just so good and are you reading more regularly now yes I I have to (laughs) because I if I'm not working like legit like working with a kid I'm staring at a wall or staring at my phone uh one of which is not super, you know, not super looked well upon. Yep. And the other one is super boring. And so, yes, I, I try to... Rather stare at a book. <sighs> well, yeah. I mean, at least it looks were. I mean, if I'm not paying attention to a bunch of kids and I'm reading a book, it looks a lot better than not paying attention to a bunch of kids and looking at my phone. So... Yep. This is true. I will keep reading. Read books. It makes you look smarter. Yes. Do you guys have any other questions or comments for me? I don't. Points of interest. Here's my question. Because um, you asked us, 
how into ghosts are you? Like, is this something that you were interested in because, like, hmm, I want more into it? Or, like, what was the... May I've always... You... What? Sorry, what? No, where I'm also, like, to back off of that, were you all ever bummed to discover something was debunked? Something... Like yeah, story honestly, I'm... Yeah. With all of these, I think there is a point where you're kind of as this, like, oh, man. Because I do think that there's something... Uh, I don't know if it's just being afraid of death in general and just kind of the knowing that if there's ghosts, there is some kind of afterlife, mm. like a, a, a real confirmation of that. But I, the, I have the heavy side layer. That's what it's called. Yes. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Not here. <laughs> it's from cats. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, audience. We have to deal with this week in and week out. <laughs> Starting my own book podcast that you can jump to. No. <laughs> and I'll be breaking off to a cat's podcast. What do I get? Oh, you get this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess. So, but no, I have always been interested. I, like, in high school... Uh, when I was doing the newspaper for our high school, we did a story. It wasn't a great story, but <laughs> we interviewed some of the older teachers uh, to kind of tell us ghost stories about the school. Because part of the school was fairly old, not super old, but it was built around the 50s or whatever. And so there had been some uh, some tragic deaths that had occurred in and around the school that had led to some ghost stories even popping up there. And so one night after a football game, we convinced the teacher to uh, watch, to stay in the building while we did like a, a filmed ghost tour of like the basement of the school and stuff. And like, I've done, I mean, I've trespassed a couple times with some <laughs> friends, was into some abandoned buildings in and around the area in which I used to live. Uh, and I, I, yes, it's something that I'm always fascinated in. I, those ghost hunter shows, as stupid as they can be, they can still kind of pull me in a little bit. And so it is, you know, the more I see, you know, I definitely, when I'm looking at it, I'm just like, this is, I am thinking it's, it's fake. This is not real, but it can still get me a little bit. And if the story is told right and if, you know, the surroundings are creepy enough, it'll always, you know, even if I know for a fact, I can be I can be in a building that I don't know is haunted at all and get all creeped out if it's <laughs> dark and stuff. But I, I enjoy it a great deal. When I've only ever watched, like, ghost hunting, like, shows when I'm, like, in a hotel and, like, flipping through channels and stuff. Worst place to do it. <laughs> God. <laughs> It's not like I'm, uh, you know, like a haunted hotel. I'm in like a Marriott or something. I'm sorry. You don't know. I'm sorry. Every hotel is haunted. <laughs> um, he does talk. He has a very interesting portion about hotels and hmm. stuff. But like, I do think there is a difference. Like of the like two or three I've watched, there's a very interesting part of the ghost story, which is like them telling you the history of the place 
And then there's the part where I'm just like, okay, I'm done, which is when they tr try to turn it into a thriller of like, there's a sound and they're chasing after it or something like that. Like It becomes very dumb. Right. Like, I think, like, the part of ghost stories that I find interesting is the story. Like, I am not super interested in the proof you have about the ghosts. Like, just give me the creepy stuff. <laughs> I agree. No, I, I definitely... And it's it's... You know, the fact that there isn't any, you know, haven't really, you know, recorded any real evidence of a ghost. Yeah. And, but ghosts have also, it talks about also, ghosts have been around for, you know, centuries, for so long. Yeah. And how it talks about how Shakespeare used ghosts and how, I mean, it's just. There's ghosts in the Bible. There's ghosts in the Bible. I'm actually. And this is the big twist. A ghost. <laughs> I've been dead the whole time. I hate you. <laughs> when we upload it, anytime you're talking, it's just static. Yeah. And then a, hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. Folks, they've recorded 17 other episodes. I'm actually technically a third co-host. <laughs> um, but it talked about how the original form of haunt... Uh, was is basically too frequent, and that's used sometimes. If you want to say, "Oh yeah, the, he he haunts that uh, Chili's <laughs> that Chili's bar Welcome every Thursday," <laughs> because he is a sad middle aged man <laughs> who does not have a family. <laughs> um, but it just talks about how you know. When you think about it in terms of too frequent, yeah. you know, everything is haunted. You know, you haunt everything. Um, and it, and it, it, it is kind of, it, it does make a very kind of beautiful point in, in that way, in that it's, it, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, do you like architecture also? He talks a lot about buildings and stuff in there. It's great. I loved it. I did not like running with scissors, nor the relationship that it was attached to. <laughs> uh, we all deserve better than the relationship that that was attached to and the book Running with Scissors. Oh, boy. My name is Timmy Verson, <laughs> and I'm running for Congress. <laughs> I think that's a great, great ending to that. Yeah. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Uh Tune in next week when Emily will be reading. What will you be reading, Emily? So I am going to be reading the book Apart by Catherine Taylor. I will tell you more about it when I once I've read it. I know, <laughs> I know Catherine. She's a good lady. So <laughs> should be a great time. You know her. She only has six reviews on Goodreads. <laughs> good friend. <laughs> friend of the show. Yeah. All right. All right. Until next time, thank you so much to Velt Punch for letting us use their song Fighting Pose from the album His Strange Fighting Pose. Um, you can always check us out on Twitter at Sundoku Pod. Do it. We usually try to, not usually try to, we always upload a link yeah. to uh, the most current podcast episode. Every time. Every single time. Clockwork. Plus any other interesting things that... We think are interesting. You gotta give these folks a review. You gotta <laughs> like. You gotta subscribe. Why am I not just letting you do this? Give us a review. Tell it them. Gives Tim. them heat that they can transfer 
into, into energy. Look, I found out earlier today that they're not sponsored. Let's get them sponsored. So Jeff, that way, stay away. You know what? I'm going to take my free two-day shipping and I'm going home. See you later. All right. Till next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>